This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This podcast is sponsored by Terraform Development is an engineering and architectural design studio company located in Flagstaff, Arizona. Co-owner and founder Eddie Kalnintua supports the Hopi way of life and supports the next generation, including hiring Hopi professionals, individuals like Dr. Brianne Laban from the village of Tewa. Contact Terraform at 928-864-5022, extension 1, or you can email them at info at T-E-R-R-A, the number 4 com. Or visit their website at www.terra the number four orm.com to learn more about Terraform development. They can design your next home, manage your next construction project, or fly their latest drone equipment to get aerial views of your project. Also sponsored by Strong Ones. Strong Ones is dedicated to exposing cultural traditions of running that exist within many cultures and tribes worldwide through running apparel. Strong Ones is an individually owned business supporting cultural running traditions and supporting local organizations within the Hopi Reservation. They can be found at strongones.myshopify.com. Again, that's strongones.myshopify.com. They are also on Facebook at Strong Ones 15. Yeah. Hopi Land. Thank you for listening to Carl and J-Man Save the World podcast. My name is Carl and this is my best friend J-Man. What up? What up? <laughs> so season two is finally coming to an end. That's crazy, right? I, I mean, I, I feel like that we just started this season and then now this season is coming to a close. But, you know, I have to say, um, you know, right off the bat, thank you to everybody that's been listening to us, that's been sharing our podcast because season two is has done twice the amount. Oh, yeah. Of success, of downloads, of uh, our social media accounts and then our YouTube as as season one did. So, you know, we're really excited to be bringing some uh, brand new content on for season three. Yeah. And I want to do a special shout out to the country of France for actually listening to us. And if you go to YouTube, there's a comment on there that said, hey, this is from France. Um, shout out to you guys. Thank you. Love the French for fries and French bread and... Why just France? You know we're listened to in uh, 10 different countries. Yeah, right? actually, we are listened to in 10 different countries, uh, including Zimbabwe, wherever that's at. Uh, a place called the United States. Like. <laughs> exactly. So thank you all for listening to us. So today we have uh, a very... Today's a special episode. Today is a very special episode because we do have a special guest that we'll be introducing here, um, you know, in, in, in quite a few minutes here. 
And also, too, just a quick update for the listeners. Um, on our last episode, we had our beautiful Gia here, Kelsey Anse. And, you know, Carl got real moa'ita uh, over her response <laughs> to powwows. And so since then, he's been training to to be a chicken dancer. I, I have my uh, my bushels all set and go and... Man, I, I've been doing the powwow scene. And he's he's uh, he's got his thumb uh, ready to to do that uh, <laughs> to do that hitchhiking on the powwow highway. <laughs> got my feather and my roach, so <laughs> I'm all set to go. <laughs> and so you know, we really wanted to close this season out with a bang. And so you know, today's topic is uh, res famous. Res famous. So I'm actually res famous because yesterday I had well yesterday. October sixteenth uh, was my was my birthday. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. It's uh, Carl's uh, uh, birthday was yesterday, which was October sixteenth. Which was October sixteenth. Uh, Carl, how old are you? I am thirty five. Yeah. Carl is thirty five, and I am uh, thirty four. Yeah. So, so technically, Carl is the the, the old much man of the wiser, podcast. the much wiser, and much handsome guy. J-Man is still wet behind the ears. I don't know what's going on, but... J-Man is much younger, more energy, <laughs> the energy behind the ship that we're uh, I, I probably I probably have more stamina than so you. So all the Snake Clan and uh, Sun Clan <laughs> ladies out there... Don't I, listen I, to J-Man. Guy. Don't listen to J-Man. He doesn't even know what he's talking about, so... I, Carl's uh, already losing it in the brain. You know, the, <laughs> that's what they say. Uh, in old age, the mind is the first thing to go. And, well... Talking on the the whole Res Famous deal, uh, yesterday I was getting gas at the at our at K Town store here, and I had just one one woman come up to me and said, "Hey, Carl, happy birthday!" And I'm like, "Hey, right back at you, woman. <laughs> Who are you?" <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, I listen to the show and I follow Instagram and and, and you know the backstory behind that is uh, I do run our social media accounts and I I, I don't think Carl really wanted me <laughs> to share that it was his birthday, but I did on our Instagram. So you know, thank you to everybody that responded and uh, quite. A bit of people uh, gave you a birthday shout out yeah Carl. yeah it was weird because uh you know I, n- I never seen the woman i never even heard the woman before and she's like yeah happy birthday and i'm like all right back right back at you woman <laughs> and, and so you know on this topic of uh being res famous and you know I, I i think that you know maybe we're not quite there yet maybe we're not really res famous but i know that for sure we're at least village famous oh yeah we I, are i we... think that we're village famous you know everybody in hot Bella probably knows who carl is uh-huh and I know yeah. that probably a majority of the folks uh, down in Munkapi know know who I am. See, at uh, we have these checkpoints at at the entrance of the village, and they're checkpoints for uh, to monitor who goes in and goes out of the village. And you're supposed to check in with the security guard. But since I have uh, legendary status with me right now, I just wave and say, "Yeah, that you know that's me." I I usually sign a couple of autographs along the way, and uh, that's pretty much my status so that's in this delusional world that he calls uh carl town and so um res famous what does that mean what what like if you're somebody that's not familiar with the reservation you know that term is used um it, it's a fairly a quite uh, uh, known term to be res famous yeah like, what does that mean uh well all the drunks are red res famous so that's that's got them going you know, they because they're always walking around and they, uh, you know, they're always selling stuff. 
So we we everybody knows them by heart, and it's like, oh, it's it's that guy. He's always selling some stuff. Keep your keep your doors locked, or you know, uh, he's probably gonna sell it for twenty bucks. You know, sometimes your reservation education really shows, and I'm gonna have to <laughs> educate you on the difference between famous and uh, the word infamous. <laughs> And so, you know, for, for the folks that, you know, do use that term res famous, I think that, you know, it's kind of this term that we use for individuals that um, are native. And because I think that, you know, it's not necessarily just a term used for folks that uh, live on the reservation, but certainly, you know, any type of native person that's gained notoriety or fame through, you know, numerous avenues, yeah. whether, you know, they're urban or uh, res that uh, we tend to label that term on them, res famous, that, oh, they're res famous. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, like, you know, when we talk about res famous, they people who are coming from the res or was born on the reservation and making it big, like uh, like Wes Studi. I don't know if he was res famous. I don't know if he's considered res famous. I, I think he's res famous. Really? And and so basically, you know, I guess really what that term means is that, you know, all the natives know who you are. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I think that, you know, sometimes it's specific to a tribe, you know, so maybe, you know, there's an individual that's Hopi that's real famous and that a lot of Hopis know who that is. Like uh, somebody that we mentioned before, Casper. Uh, Casper was the yeah, uh, the, reggae, the, the Hopi reggae singer. So, you know, I would consider him res famous. Or sometimes, you know, uh, folks that are kind of a little bit, have a little bit more fame on a national level. Some of those folks that we've mentioned over our episodes, the Schimmel sisters from our uh, sports episode are, are two individuals who I would consider uh, res famous. Yeah. And so, you know, I guess, you know, really, what's the difference between just being regular famous and being res famous? <laughs> That's actually true, because I guess we I guess we can consider ourselves like partway res famous. We're almost halfway there. We're village famous. We're village famous. And so I think that the difference is that uh, with res famous, it's almost kind of like, I guess, um, uh, what do they call it? A backhanded compliment because, you know, you're not really yeah. famous, yeah. but you're res famous, yeah. which means that, you know, um, not everybody in the country is going to know who you are, but more than likely a lot of native people oh, yeah. are going to know who you are. And so like, you know, the, su the success of our podcast, oh yeah, like, you know, maybe we're not really successful, but we're res successful. <laughs> Meaning that, you know, the reservation supports us and, you know, of course, you know, uh, folks outside of the res do as well. But I guess it's just this way of saying that, you know, you're not really that famous yet, but just res famous. Yeah, just res famous, I guess. So, um, you know, but I, I consider myself like high with the with like celebrities and I'm probably going to get my Oscar every Ca Carl thinks that he's on the <laughs> same level as people like Brad Pitt and Johnny Depp. Johnny, so. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp's my boy. But, Give me a call. You know, in reality, you know, he's on the same level as uh, Kevin Costner's bitch. <laughs> Kevin Costner's horse. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I guess, you know, kind of defining what that term uh, res famous means uh and, you know, like that, like like we, uh, I guess you and I, our, our, our quote unquote fame kind of really comes from this podcast. And, you know, maybe we don't really know truly what it means to like be really res famous. But from our perspective, you know, what do you think some of the pros are to being res famous? I guess, you know, the you get celebrity status, you get a free, you get special parking at the hospital, at the local hospital. Women probably throw fry bread at you. <laughs> 
I'm pretty sure it's like that. Everywhere and you know what? I would, I would prefer that, you know, because I think on the Bahana site, when you're famous, you know, women, you know, especially if you're a male, yeah. you know, they're, they're throwing their, uh, their lomo at you, their, <laughs> their underwear. But if you're res famous, they're probably throwing fry bread at they're you. They're probably throwing fry bread and their dirty lomo at you. Some. <laughs> <laughs> This is. This doesn't. Uh, this looks like fry bread. What's an actual lumo? <laughs> you you just like it, it just knocks on the like on the table. That's pretty much it. That's all you hear. Somebody's knocking. At Somebody's the door. knocking at that door. No, that's you know that's no, that's, uh, that's, 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 that's the, some girl's lumo. <laughs> some girl's lumo. <laughs> what else are some other pros that you think are in relation to being res famous? I, I guess I guess it's just because when you when you're famous, people actually recognize you a little bit more. And it's not to say where it, it's nothing wrong with it, but it's just to say that oh, okay, yeah, I, I recognize you in this certain aspect or this from the certain certain, certain thing. Yeah, this certain thing here. You get a lot of attention. Yeah, you get a lot of attention. You get um, a lot of praise. I yeah. imagine depending on you know what it is that you're res famous for. So let me ask you this question real quick: um, Who are some people that you think are res famous? Aside mm. from the ones that we just named off. Well, uh, there are people that who do own, I guess, little stores around here. Like your wife is actually considered res famous. Oh, really? Yeah, because she runs Strong Ones and she's basically has this running program along with uh, an apparel, running apparel. So I guess she could be considered res famous. So technically, I guess I'm the trophy husband? No, you're just her bitch, basically. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the the scapegoat. Uh, I don't know if people have good memories, but back from uh, season one, Carl said that he had never been in a fight before. That's going to (laughs) change by the end of this day. So uh, going back to like Res Famous, uh, there are other people that are actually famous that or born on the reservation and grew up on the reservation. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and speaking of that, you know, we, we do have a guest that we'll be bringing on in just in a few minutes here. And he's actually uh, one of the, the res famous guys that, that actually made it big. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, once we're done, you know, kind of giving our interpretation, at least what we think that, you know, he'll give us the actual story yeah. of, you know, what some of these things are. But, you know, before we get to our special guest, what are some of the cons, do you think, of being res famous? I guess well, dirty lumos is probably like the biggest con of that. So, dirty lumos in your face? <laughs> no, I guess it's because you're being watched all the time. Yes, and that's true. Yeah, and Very that true. and that when you're when you're being watched to a certain extent, if you mess up or screw up in a way, then that falls huge on you. So it's. <laughs> So it, I guess that's the, the biggest problem of being famous. That's very true. And it's so funny because, you know, I just recently saw a meme on Facebook and it basically said, you make one mistake on the res and then you're all over social media. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's- and, and, and so, you know, if you're somebody that has such a high profile or, uh, you know, strong followers, um, obviously that's probably going to bring some uh, haters. Yeah. Right? Some, some haters. Yeah. People that want to see your demise, people that want to take you down. And so any little mistake... Any little uh, hiccup that you make, you know, they, they amplify that and try to, you know, make you out to be this villain. Yeah. And it, it goes with every famous person around here. Uh, take uh, uh, Johnny Depp, for example. Remember his uh, his his wife, I guess, or his, I don't know, the, the, the woman that was beating up on him. The girl from Aquaman. So so Johnny Depp's only res famous uh, <laughs> when he played uh, the, the Indian guy. Yeah. And, uh, the Lone Ranger. <laughs> Pretty much. But like, like take him for example, like, you know, uh, he was, 
he was in this whole litigation where his I don't know if that was his girlfriend or his wife that was beating up on him and he took a hard hit because he was famous and he lost a lot of money because of that and it wasn't even his fault mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then I think that you know you, you do see that often with a lot of folks that we do consider Rez famous and you know I for, for different reasons I mean personally for me you know I really uh, believe that you never know what somebody goes through until you walk a mile in their shoes that you really never know truly you know what the actual stories are to some of these accusations that are made for you know some of these people who are famous or res famous that go through some of these issues because you know I know that there were a couple that were kind of brought under fire do you remember uh, Mooney do you remember Mooney? oh yeah Mooney the, the Navajo was, guy he was somebody that was real res famous and you know somebody somebody that actually I know yeah I, I do you know Mooney personally and so you know my experiences with him I've always thought you know he was he was a pretty decent guy um, from my experience so when all of this came out about him I definitely wasn't quick to jump on this bandwagon of folks that were kind of you know throwing him under the tracks but you know that's kind of an example of you know what I guess you know some of the um, some of the pit holes that you possibly could get into uh, when you reach that plateau of being res famous. Well, that's, yeah, that's, I guess that comes with the, comes the, with the territory. Yeah, it comes with the territory. So by season three, Carl, you better shape up, man, because, you know, all, <laughs> some of these things that uh, you get us into, I, I, I definitely don't want to be canceled I, on the internet. I never got us into trouble that bad. <laughs> that much. That much. Before we head on, let's take a, a quick break for our, our sponsor for this uh, episode. This paid sponsorship was paid for by Justin Villarreal. Nurturing Indigenous Intelligence is a grassroots organization whose mission is to assist our Indigenous students in their pursuit of education. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with upcoming distributions. All right. And so I guess, you know, when we when we do talk about like Res Famous, we, we talk about the whole idea of like, people that we personally know i guess and that they made it into something bigger mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i guess you could say that would be a res famous uh you know there there are people around here that are considered res famous but not not necessarily like you know broaden famous like uh take our for example you know she she owns uh like a little company the uh hopitewa women's coalition you know, she travels throughout the whole reservation and she travels a lot throughout the United States uh, for domestic violence. And she becomes, I guess you can sh say she became famous in that way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You mean she runs the program? Yeah, she runs the program. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And a big shout out to them and to our Kia, our lovely Kia's that love me more than Carl. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you they all heard it first no, on our last you're, episode. You're delusional Another right shout now. Shout out to, to Kelsey. <laughs> I'll hey, be over tonight. Stay away from my wife, please. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, without further ado, I think now would be a good time to uh, bring in our special guest. Yeah, let's go ahead and bring in our special guest. And so today we have uh, Waylon Pahona of uh, Healthy Active Natives fame. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Waylon. What's up, fellas? Hey, there he is. <laughs> there my you bad. are. There you are. We thought we <laughs> I was on mute. Oh, we thought we thought we lost you here there for a second. 
I was like, man, these guys are more famous than me. I'm just going to hang up now. <laughs> well, welcome to the podcast. And, you know, we're, we're uh, appreciative that you took time out of your busy schedule to uh, join us and kind of uh, give our listeners um, some perspective of your journey of uh, from from where you gained your notoriety and fame and basically, you know, to give us kind of uh, the uh, your side of what it is to live this life of, you know, having so many eyes on you. Well, first off, uh, tell us who you are. Well, first off, uh, I wanted to thank you guys, you know, Kukoi for having me on your show. Uh, kind of crazy story. I was actually listening to your podcast when um, Justin called me or messaged me. And so I was like, man, I was fanboying it out on the, on my on my podcast. So thank you guys and Kukoi for having me. <laughs> Most uh, so welcome. I grew up in, uh, I grew up in Palaka and, uh, you know, lived there 18 years of my life. And, uh, yeah, um, fast forward to now, you know, I've traveled all over the, the U S and Canada and, um, you know, because of healthy active natives. So you want me to explain, uh, the healthy active? Yeah. 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 Explain, explain the healthy yeah, active okay. natives for people that might be living under a rock, like, uh, my, uh, co-host Carl. <laughs> <laughs> So I, um, I started this group uh, basically just to get motivated with a few friends. And, um, you know, we started with about maybe 100 to 200 uh, just close people. And we were sharing and motivating um, each other through exercise and wellness, you know, talking to each other each day and like cheering each other on. And then it went from 1,000 to 2,000 to 3,000 to 20,000 to 50,000. Uh, we're close to 76,000 indigenous people right now. Wow. Oh my God. And, um, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's the first, um, health and wellness platform on social media. And, um, I created it. Um, crazy thing is I don't really, uh, I poke my face in every, every nine for every time, uh, from time to time I, I do, I don't really try to make my face of it. Like, yeah, I'm wailing, you know, this, this, but it, it definitely has its perks. You know, I've traveled, I've, I've been all kinds of places and like with this show, man, I'm super excited to share with you guys just some of the crazy stories, some of the inspirational things that I did. And, and so, yeah, that's, that's where my journey is, is now. I currently, um, and just, just at home, I, I was working as the director of the Fort Mojave tribe. COVID happened and I'm like, screw it. I left my job just to be closer to my family. And, 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 and so it really was to slow myself down. Wow. Well, you know, thank you for putting that into context for us. And then, you know, one of the questions that I have, and, you know, just to give uh, the listeners some additional um, background is that, you know, when, 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 is it, is it Hans or hands? Is that, how, how do people pronounce that? You know, what's funny. It, um, like I always just said Hans, um, but um, you get other people like, like Navajos, they say Hanes. Like Hanes. <laughs> like the underwear, yeah, like I, the underwear I, Hanes? <laughs> yeah, like Hanes. Well, and, and, and so some it, the crazy thing is I run into people and they say, hey, that's Hanes. That's a Hanes guy. <laughs> well, Waylon, you do look like you could be an underwear model, so... <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I could go. I could. Um. I could probably be a stunt for Adam Beach. You know. There, but, you, there you go. There um, you go. It, I'm. I'm. I'm five. I'm five feet shorter than him, so that probably wouldn't work. So I guess you know one of the things too. Uh, can you can you describe what uh, a schedule was like for you when you were traveling? Because you know I, I I do know you through my wife, and you know you were at you know a bunch of places constantly, and so you know if you can kind of tell us what life on the road was like for you. 
Yeah, definitely. So um, going back to just me growing up in Hopi, you know, I've always been told to be humble, you know, don't, 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 don't. So I never really kind of shared some of the stuff. So honestly, when I would be out there, there would be vehicles waiting for me. There'd be like, you know, they'd have a name, like it'd say Waylon Pahona. And, and it's just crazy to get off a flight, have somebody pick you up, kind of have an itinerary for you. Some reservations um, were more, um, I guess, established and business oriented. So they give you a whole itinerary of what they want you to do, who they wanted to talk to. And so, I mean, I think one time I was in Canada for two days, shot off to Oklahoma and then made my way into Albuquerque in a span of four and a half days. Um, And then one time I was out for nine days and in four different reservations, um, um, you know, meeting with people. And so it's crazy, you know, it, it would range from just uplifting and motivating people to to diabetes health prevention and, um, you know, various topics like that, you know, because for myself, I, I, I try to live a really positive life. Um, I try to be, uh, you know, I try to uplift people, um, growing up in Hopi. I didn't, I didn't, I wouldn't say that I was, I grew up the best, you know, I mean, I, I, I had food on my table. I had a lot of things, but I had a lot of other issues going on with, you know, like sexual abuse, uh, alcohol, um, um, stuff like that, you know, that, that affected my life. And so, um, you know, I wanted to make those changes and I did, um, I can go back to when I went to school. I know you guys, uh, I know you guys don't, aren't too fond of this amazing school called Hopi high school. Um, but, um, I, I, if I, uh, that's where I, I, I we're going to have to stop you right there. Okay. We're going to end the call right now. So <laughs> I, I, I was, I was going to say, uh, Waylon, uh, my, my two oldest girls graduated from there. So I'm a convert. So, you know, I'm all in support of the local school. It's Carl here that, uh, <laughs> still holds true to the Tuba city, uh, high school. <laughs> go ahead. You, you know, and those girls are, those girls are probably rocket scientists or they'll probably go to the moon, you know? Mm-hmm. All, right. To hope you high, huh? All right, we're going to go ahead and end the call right now. Thank you. Wait, thank you, Raylan Pahona, for joining us. Thing. I'm just go ahead, go ahead, Raylan. But yeah, so so I remember sitting in the school assemblies, and you know that we would have public speakers. We would have, and I, and I've always said, like, man, one day that's going to be me. You know, didn't know what what was going to be in my life. I didn't know that a social media group would would, would create this. You know. Um, I wanted to share with you guys my first experience on a first class flight. Um, it, it was, it was, it was, it was badass. Seriously. Like I didn't even know. Check this out. I get my ticket, right? Uh-huh. I get my ticket. It says first row one. It says first class written on it. So I'm like, no, this can't be right. So I go to the flight attendant and I try to act stupid. I'm like, I can't see where I'm supposed to be seated. She looks at my ticket and she goes, right here. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I just, just was making sure. So I sit down. They give me these warm towels for my face. What? And I, I didn't I didn't know what to do with it. I just I some people, you know, like tapping their faces with it. So I'm like, okay, I better do this too. And like you get, they were giving us like muffins, um, biscuits, um, soda drinks and man it was it was uh it was uh canada canadian air or air 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 canada is, is the first um and my first first class flight and check this out i stole the pepper the salt <laughs> the fork 
the napkin and the bottle because it's like, man, these are all souvenirs for me <laughs> on a first class flight. Well, now, <laughs> so now, I have those today. Well, now Canada Air is probably going to be calling you because of that. So, <laughs> that, <laughs> right? That, that that's real. That's real. So, yeah. That's a real neat story because, you know, I mean, even, you know, you think about our people on the reservation that there's probably some folks that never have even rode on an airplane, let alone to experience what you experienced yeah, in first class. That is really cool. I, I dig that. So, yeah. And, you know, it really it really humbled me as well, too, because, you know, I didn't share that. I this Honestly, you guys are probably some of the first to ever hear that story because, you know, like I said, it just goes back to those teachings of being humble, you know. Thank you. Thank you very much. And, um, but, but, um, yeah, not just, just sharing those things. So there's tons of experiences. Um, I'm actually met with somebody. I want to write a book of all these experiences, everything that I've been through. Um, I could share another story where I was, um, and this is the part where I heard you guys talking about, you know, you really, you walk a thin line. You really do. Yeah. Because people, and man, people from the res, man, you cancel culture was, has always been around for natives. <laughs> It's not a new thing. If you if you mess up, you guys know this. If you mess up, man, you're they kind of they'll look. Oh man, like six years ago, he used to be a drunk. You know, those are the things that you know they hold those things to you. Yeah. And so, so with that, with the res, you know, I'm I'm always trying to be careful. So, one story in particular, I did an event out in Canada, and I was speaking with the tribal leaders. Actually, they call them chiefs out there. They're they're not like governors or you know chairman it, it's chiefs tribal chiefs hmm. so i did an event there and they actually hired someone to like a chauffeur to drive me around and take me around and uh, i'm not going to name no names but this guy he was crazy he was really he was um, a crazy guy who was driving me around so anyway after after the event got done you know they invited us out to to dinner and you know you get to mingle after and you guys know you go to these conferences and people, you know, people, so people a couple back. <laughs> get a little relaxed and myself. And, and, and I, and I credit myself for this. Uh, I, I, I tried not to get caught up in any of that, you know, because I was worried about, you know, people, cause that was my livelihood. That's what, that was my bread and butter, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. do anything, anything, you know, so they, it could be taken from me just like that. So, um, I'm, I'm sitting there with this guy. We're, we're like on these really nice, it's like a movie scene. I'm trying to give you that, like these lounge chairs and dim lights and everybody's just around. And I'm just, I'm just sitting there drinking water. So this girl comes up and she's got she really, she's, she's a beautiful lady. Got these nice little tight white, black, black and white pants on. <laughs> comes up. And Car she's Carl's like, oh, getting around. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like, a, <laughs> keep going. Keep yeah. Going. Keep going. <laughs> so so she, she, she's, got, she's got these nice little, nice little tight black and white pants on. And she comes up, and there's a reason why I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the pants, though. So. She comes up beside me, and, you know, she's talking about, man, you know, I really liked your speech and all of this. And you could tell she was a, she was a little tipsy. And the guy, the chauffeur guy who was uh, chauffeuring me around goes, get away from him with those orca pants. <laughs> orca and, man, I looked at him and I was like, like, cause I didn't want to be a, so, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Like I said, you walk up fine line and, and you won't believe what this chick did. Like right. seriously, she bit my face. Bit your she face? Bit my cheek. She bit your I, Cause I was sitting on a lot. She bit my cheek. Wow. And she's like, F you. 
my dad is a tribal tribal chief here. You're gonna be kicked off our reserve and all of this, man. And I was like, man, I was so pissed at the guy. I was like, dude, you just kind of screwed screwed me. He's like, man, I'm really sorry. I didn't know she was. I was like, she's freaking drunk, dude. Wow. So, long story short, yeah, yeah. So long story short, um, we ended up just leaving, and I was man, I was afraid. I was like, man, I just this is the event here, and you know, this dude <laughs> making this comment about her shamu pants, you know, <laughs> just like. So um, a couple, I, I fly back to, to to back to Phoenix area because uh, I now reside in the area of Phoenix, and um. <laughs> um I get it. I get a Facebook message from her and, and, and she's like, I'm so sorry. You know, I'm sorry. I, you know, it, it, it was very disrespectful. I mean, I was pretty drunk and, you know, I, I, I don't, you know, and she apologized and, and I kept it at that. You know, I, I, I responded back and said, you know, no worries. And, and so, um, yeah. Um, another crazy story <laughs> wow. that wow. happened on one of my adventures. <laughs> you, you hear about yeah. getting slapped in the face or, you know, even, you know, crotch kicked in the nuts, but you know, a bite to the face. Wow. Did you, did you tell, right. did you tell her, well, can we try on the pants too? <laughs> I'll, right. try, I'll try on the pants with you. <laughs> and, yeah. and so, uh, uh, Waylon, to um, you, you heard our earlier dialogue. So, um, is it true that you know the fact that you know you had the fame that you did, that all the reservations that you went to, the women are just throwing fry bread at you left and right? <laughs> it depends, really. It depends because um, certain tri- and they're, they're, this is a weird way of how I interpret some of the stuff. It, it's like you can kind of tell when, when some ladies smoke mm-hmm. yeah, that it's kind of crazy because you know, us, we don't, we, you know, women don't smoke, right? No, no, not and out so here. Yeah. To see, yeah. To see other tribal women do that, then it, it kind of just a little, in some ways made me, you know, wonder how, how, how they were going to react to certain situations. And, and sometimes, yeah, but you're, you're right. You're right. Um, um, I was, I was in a relationship for 18 years. Um, that was five years ago. And, um, five years ago, I was at my peak of traveling and speaking and, um, we both, you know, we, we, we respectfully parted our ways. And as soon as we officially uh, posted and talked about it, man, like I got messages. The floodgates opening. Yeah. And, and so get this. So being in a relationship for 18 years, like, I'm not trying to compare it to like, it was the worst thing ever. But it was like I was in prison. I didn't know what <laughs> dating was like. I didn't know how to interact with women now because people are just text messaging. People are, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. And so it's like nobody nobody does the old back in the day where you're just calling each other and talking on the phone for hours at a time, you know? It's like you call them and they text you back and I'm like, I just called you. Like, oh, yeah, I'm busy. Like, So it was, it was stuff like that. But um, wow. for a while I was just, so, so uh, I was kind of, uh, but to, to give us some context though. So, so when you made this announcement that, you know, you're on the market, can you describe what that's like? Like you're, are you getting like 50 messages in a day, hundred messages in the day? <laughs> what are some of these messages? And, you know, are, are there uh, any outlandish things that people have sent you through, uh, through, uh, electronically? I get like negative five messages a day. So, <laughs> Um, no, yeah, I actually got one a couple of days ago. Um, 
um, this chick just messaged me. She's out in Canada too. And she's like, um, you want to see my tits? I'm like, what? Like, no. So I was like, you know, Hey, I'm not that, that, that I'm not that type of guy, you know, just kind of letting her know because like I said, I'm just careful of those things because people screenshot, people do stuff. And, yeah. you know, I don't try to get in any of those things. So sometimes I didn't even read uh, the, the, the cool thing about, um, Instagram and um, Facebook is, you know, you can read it, but they'll never know if you've read it or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, um, yeah, stuff like that I've, I've read and I've seen, but I would never respond to them. So, um, I couldn't give you a number, but, um, there's the pictures, there's been different things that, that women have sent and it's just, it's, it's crazy, man. It, it, it really is. Um, um, I guess if I could, um, explain it if you're just getting out of the 18 year relationship you're really not paying attention to kind of that stuff because really i was just trying to deal with my healing at the time yeah uh-huh. so so yeah i wasn't i wasn't trying to um engage in that type of uh type of thing and um <laughs> crazy thing is you know the me too movement happened within this time frame of, of me traveling and a lot of people were coming out more and and that's where i'm so happy and proud that it's like I didn't engage in those things, you know, and I don't have people like, hey, yeah, Waylon, Waylon would be at this conference, you know, sleeping around with people. You know, I really tried to stay away from any of those situations. And that, that, that takes a lot of uh, strength, you know, for, for you to be able to refrain from a lot of those, um, I, I guess, uh, messages and, you know, that type of thing uh, to, to come into your life. Yeah, exactly. And before we move on, let's take a quick uh, break here for our, our sponsor. The Indigenous Design Collab are Indigenous designers collaborating to bring creative people and ideas closer together through education, communication, and creative expression. They explore, cultivate, and indigenize space. Indigenous Design Collab is having a call for entry starting September 1st for digital artwork for their second annual design show. The theme is Rise to Vote. For more information, they can be found on Facebook or Instagram. All right. And we're back. And so, um, and so Waylon, you know, you, you kind of touched on, on both a little bit, some of the, the pros and, and some of the cons of, of being uh res famous. Um, is there anything else in terms of like, you know, or maybe, you know, on the positive side or like that, you know, kind of the scary things, what are some things that, you know, people probably don't really consider uh, for somebody like you that has such a large following? I think what people look at is just that they look at the large following and so okay like like issues that happen standing rock you know different things uh the the me too movement the um you know women uh, missing and murdered indigenous women people see you having a platform and they're like can you talk on this subject can you? and I'm, so i'm always asked to be like a voice and yes i will in certain um aspects in certain instances but i do not ever try to take it on fully because it's not my responsibility and not my role and I know for myself that, you know, that I always have to, um, I always have to, um, um, what's the word? Um, there's always someone above me that I, that I have to, I have to respect, you know, it's not just speaking out on a subject. And, and I know you guys probably know some of these uh, native influencers who are always constantly talking or, or, you know, um, doing something. And sometimes they don't even really know the context of, of the issue. Yeah, and so I try to really put those things into consideration. That no, I, I and I, and I, a good example. Uh, there was a lady who um, she said something like um, she was a famous um, makeup artist, uh-huh, uh-huh. and I don't know if you guys remember uh, about 
months ago, she was making comments about missing and murdered indigenous women. Yes, yes. And she goes, God, I, I hope I don't, you know, I don't, I don't ever want to be on a reservation and go missing. And uh-huh. there was all of those things she was saying. So I actually shared it because there was, there was this, um, this poll trying to, uh, you know, cancel her. And after I read some of the stuff and I've never, I don't actually do a lot of shares like that. Yeah. So I did. And man, just from mine, it got like, I want to say over 400 shares of, of what I shared about that. Oh, wow. And then I got people, yeah, and then I got people ca- calling or messaging me like, hey, can you talk on our podcast about, about this subject? And I'm like, well, no, you know, I'm not a female. I'm, I'm only just supporting, you know, I'm, I'm supporting the women. I'm not going to speak on their behalf because, um, you know, that I'm, I'm just supporting them. It's the same with the, uh, the, the, the Women's March down here in Phoenix. Uh-huh. I go down there, but I actually don't walk with the women. I walk on the side of them, you know, because that's, that's their thing there. You know, it's, I'm just there as a support, you know, mm-hmm. so yeah. uh, trying to really pay attention to those things. So I guess I'm, I, it's a, it's a thing that I incorporate the culture too. like, just, just be respectful. Mm-hmm. you know, in the things that you do. That's really, that's really good. That's really good to incorporate those things. And so, you know, I guess, you know, one of the things that, you know, I've always been curious about, you know, is, is uh, somebody like yourself that, you know, gets a lot of attention. Um, what are some of the, and, and if you're comfortable sharing this, you know, what are some of the ways that, you know, some of this um, fame can take a hit on, on your mental, your mentality? Like, you know, are there, are there some things that are difficult to overcome mentally? Yeah, actually, all of it, because, you know, um, I think a lot of, and I watch other influencers, I watch people who want to become social media influencers, or, or want their presence, it, it consumes them, it consumes them too, they got to have the, a, a good picture, they got to have the best post, it's a psychological thing where, you know, you know they're re, rewiring themselves to think this way, to wake up and feel this way, and, you know, that's not a way to live your life. And then you're looking at other influencers like, and then that creates something in them that's like, oh man, I want to be with, be like this person, but I don't like how they do this, you know? And then, so if you're constantly doing that day after day, trying to become an influencer or trying to, you know, get a status, um, it, 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 it's, it's a, it's a bad effect on your psyche. It really is. You know, I, for a while I caught myself doing that. And I think, especially when my breakup, I was posting, I was doing a lot. I was, I was just lost and I was, I wasn't eating. I was, uh, uh, mentally broken, but physically I looked good because I wasn't eating and I got really lean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but, um, it wasn't, it wasn't a good lean. It wasn't a good healthy at all. It wasn't even healthy. I mean, I would cry. I would, I would sit at the park and, and wish that I, I, you know, I didn't lose my boys uh, because, you know, I would make them breakfast. I would do things. With them. So it was, it was, it was a hard thing to balance my psyche, my, my family, my social media status, everything. And so, um, all, I believe all people are going through that. All these young, 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 uh, influencers, oh, you definitely. know, they're not really settling down to give themselves the time to really just live and not have to live for other people and, and, and get likes or, or shares. For sure. You know, and I, I think that we've talked about that dynamic a little bit on, on the podcast about, you know, kind of how we live our lives on social media now, especially for those folks that are trying to be influencers. And basically, you know, they're, they're I guess, in a way, their livelihood depends on, you know, the, the perceptions of others. And uh, so <laughs> what, what are some ways that you've helped yourself to kind of um, 
I, I guess, give yourself a good balance or let your mind be at peace, knowing that, you know, that there's potential for a lot of um, external attacks on you based on your, your stature? Um, one, this is my overall number one rule. I post and I don't engage. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get caught up in the negativity. Um, I don't, if I see somebody who is already being negative, then I, I, I stay away from them, uh, through social media. So there's a lot of people that say, oh man, social media is so negative. It's what you make it really. That's the whole root cause of everything. It's what you make it. So social media, uh, thankfully, has helped me, but it's also um, trained me to to really change my mindset. You know, not to be not to dive right into it. You know, to like um, look at the posts or, or, or see people. You know, so I really have a set way of how I look at social media, and so um, that's that's kind of what what, what how how I um, do it, I guess. Mm. Nice, nice. And so, you know, I guess, you know, I, I guess, you know, we kind of talked a lot about the con side, but what are some of the pros? Like, what are some uh, moments that, you know, kind of just really made you feel really good about the work that you've done or, you know, just uh, the ability to reach so many folks um, through through your uh, social media presence? You know, supporting and getting people to, to do things, um, getting, getting, helping with fundraisers, um, um, you know, having people understand that they can do better for themselves. Um, it's, it's, it's a beautiful feeling. I mean, just this morning I responded to 10 messages um, saying, thank you for what you do. You know, thank you for, you know, I'm getting up now because I've been really trying to have people reset themselves post COVID. You know, we all need a reset in our, in our, in our mindset. And so um, how I'm doing that is posting these little videos. And then I'm also um, looking to uh, create some water filtration systems for Hopi, um, as you all know, you know, um, the arsenic in, in certain villages and, and the issues that we're going through right now. So I'm using my platform of walking to, to empower and, and get people motivated. That's awesome. That, yeah, that's that great. Because I can imagine, you know, uh, like uh, for every negative comment you get, you probably get some really wonderful messages about people, exp- uh, I, I guess, exclaiming to you that, you know, you help them change their lives for the better. Definitely. And I have rules for my family. I have rules for my girlfriend now. I've, I've been in a relationship for three and a half years and the rules for like my mom, especially my mom, do not ever, ever defend me on social media. I don't care what people say. Do not say a single thing. Even my girlfriend, do not defend me. Do not. If, if anybody attacks me, just leave it, you know. And so it's, it's, it's the number one rule to be in my circle, you know, of, of people that I love. Um, don't, don't defend me. That's a great rule to have because, you know, I, I guess, I mean, I don't, I don't, you see it a lot on the reservation, but you know, I think that it's not just a, a reservation thing, but it's kind of like a, a people thing to where, you know, uh, social media can really get toxic. And I think it's just, you know, this, this, um, the, the comforts of being behind a keyboard and, you know, being able to say whatever it is that you want without, you know, a fist coming through the screen and, you know, punching you in your face or some of the <laughs> some of the sideways things that, you know, are said on, on social media. So, you know, that's a really good rule that you have there for your family. Yeah. And I guess that, you know, uh, being famous does have a lot of a lot of ups and downs with it. And it's I guess it is hard to be. Uh, someone that in your stature and it is someone that that you know going through these different emotions or these different um, aspects in your life 
and it's it's like we we are going through with it with you and but you don't we don't know the you know the the aspects of how it how how you're feeling we just say oh yeah I, you know i know what he's going through without even knowing what's going on yeah because uh, like carl said he's got negative followers on his social <laughs> media accounts but uh Waylon, if i can ask you you know what what type of um advice would you have for for younger folks that want to uh, gain fame and notoriety because you know you do see it a lot pre- uh, real prevalent in our youth that you know you have all these platforms that allow them to do that the instagrams the the tiktoks i think is one that people are really getting um, a lot of um, fame from or youtube or even like us podcasters you know like what what are what are some advice for you have for for young folks that are, are looking to gain that fame and notoriety well, number one is just to be yourself. You know, don't look at other followers. Don't look at uh, um, other influencers. Don't look at what other people are doing. You know, there there's going to be a ton of people that are doing way more things than you, uh, way more, have more followers than you, but they have a whole different, different intention. You know, don't follow and don't look at what somebody else is doing. Be, be yourself. I mean, it might sound cheesy, but it, that's all it boils down to is just being yourself, being transparent with what you share, you know, um, and, and how you, how you articulate what you're going to say, um, what you're going to do, you know, be, be clear, um, and, and, and really just show those emotions of yourself, you know, when you try to hide it be- behind just the picture. And, um, one of the most annoying things to me on social media with some of these influencers is when they talk about themselves in third person. Oh my gosh, that annoys the <laughs> shit out of me. Like he's standing by the mountain praying to creator. <laughs> and then it's it's me taking a picture of myself right there. You know what I mean? <laughs> nice. Well, I, I don't think we've, we've ever done that, right, Carl? I don't think, well, yeah, you know what? I think I I constantly do that. You know, Carl is the most famous guy here on the Hopi Reservation. <laughs> Carl and J-Man are orgasmic people who influence lives. I'll, I'll be the, the narrator to our own YouTube series. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, it, it's really... Yeah, no, that's... Yeah, it's really interesting. It's really interesting to hear the your perspective of uh, of how uh, famous you are, because we don't know how it is to be real famous people with a lot of followers and people who act out in aggression towards us. I mean, I'm pretty sure there are there are people that that kind of hate us in a way, but. Um, but we don't know it. But yet. we don't know it yet. So, and, you know, big big shout out to the listeners, you know, for for not canceling. <laughs> yeah, because uh, you know we've said quite a few things that probably uh, warranted that. But you know, thank thank you for for being nice. To us. <laughs> thank you for not uh, writing to me, <laughs> although a nice letter in <laughs> and, my and inbox. And they will, would... <laughs> man. They they will. You you will have those people who who are just like, ah, oh, man, these guys. You know, it's just, it's just always that. Oh, man, what are they doing? You know, all they're. I, I know there's people out there in the villages like, man, these guys are, you know, they're doing this podcast. I don't really know what it's about. Well, fuck, listen to it. You know, like, it's like, that's all it is. Yeah. You know, they don't really hear you out or they're not really checking you guys out, but you know, they have a lot to say, but they got no information on what you guys are doing. That, that is true. And so, uh, Waylon, could you share some examples, I guess, of um, maybe some of the outlandish ways that people have gone to the distance to, to reach you or to uh, talk about you in, in any manner? Um, so I was actually doing an event in, um, it was kind of really crazy because I was out in Canada. Um, um, what is the place? Uh, Campbell river. 
out in Canada and I was doing um, an elders event. I was uh, mediating for the elders there. And um, my phone just started going off like crazy, like ping, 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 ping. And then I started getting phone calls. And for me, the first thing I thought was, <laughs> this is such a horrible thing to think, but I'm like, shit, one of my family members passed away. You know what I mean? Unfamiliar <laughs> number. And, think, mm-hmm. but yeah, so um, I took a step away from the, my, my um, the, where I was at. I told him I needed to use the restroom, but actually I was wanting to check my phone because um, it was just it was just ridiculous all the calls I was getting. And come to find out, this guy, man, he completely went off on me. Man. And just had this whole write-up on social media, like, don't trust this guy. This guy is not really into wellness. He's he's this person of, um, what do they say? It says, I'm poisoning kids' minds. And, and he, man, he went, he went all out. It was like, honestly, it was like two pages of, um, of, of saying all these things to me. And people were like going at it with him. And they were contacting me. Some of my admins who helped me with Healthy Active, they're like, what do you, what do you, I'm like, I look at it really quick and I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. I don't know the guy. I don't, I've never met him. I, I don't know him. So, you know, don't, don't let that affect you. I said, just, just get rid of it. You know, that's just, it's nothing. So um, I've had so many instances of that. I've gotten hate mail before too oh, wow. about my family. And, 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 and yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, well, think about it. If you have, uh, 70,000 people, just like you guys said, you guys have your followers and you have people that, aren't, that don't like you, but with 76,000 people, not all of them are going to really like what you do, you know, or say, <clears throat> and, um, people have their own philosophies and, you know, of course it doesn't align with a lot of others. So there's going to be those people who really get triggered by just, um, some of the things you say. And, um, um, I, I don't let it get to me. I, I don't, I don't, I don't. Um, all the things uh, that people say, I don't, I don't, it does I, I guess it does, doesn't affect me. So, so did you, and, did you um, oh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but did you always have uh, thick skin then uh, to be able to uh, put yourself in this, uh, to have this defense system already for these types of interactions? Yes, you really have to have thick skin. I mean, you can't, it's, um, and this is, this is a, a philosophy that I teach people too. Um, when I talk, when I do my presentation, you can be the fittest person in the world. You can have all these muscles. You could be the best runner in the world. You know, you could be um, like, I mean, we're winning marathons and, and shit like that. But if somebody is able to easily compromise your mind, then you're not healthy at all. You know, you're not, you're not ready at all to be, you know, physically. Yes. But the main, the, the, the main thing is, is, the, is the mindset. And if somebody compromises that, then no, you're, you're not. So, um, that's how I basically look at things. That, that's a really good point. So, you know, with this being our last episode in season two, going into season three, I think that's probably something Carl and I are going to have to work on is really developing our uh, mental strength because that Hopi and Navajo <laughs> episode really gave me anxiety. <laughs> well, I'm I'm already tough in that mental state. So, you know, <laughs> I'm already I'm already one step ahead of you. <laughs> and so, uh, Waylon, before uh, and lately, and lately, yeah, because lately I've got a couple messages too. Because I've been I've, every now and then I've been trolling Navajos for Trump, so I've, I've been making like little posts. And um, I've got a few people actually. Uh, I got quite a few people that have uh, deleted me off their social media, but like, ah, nothing. You know, I'm just I'm just <laughs> voicing, and and I'm not like a big political person. It's just 
it's just funny to me. So sometimes what my thoughts are at that time, then I'll just kind of say something. Well, that's great. Before we head on a little bit further, let's take a quick break for our sponsorship. Dene Mahapi Arts is a modern art made with traditional values. Dene is involving artists who is innovative through her artwork, while incorporating contemporary modern trends and bright colors being the base of her work. Hopi traditional elements is her main focus, giving her artwork an intricate finish. Though she's living in today's modern society, she paints meaning and value of traditional designs to showcase and symbolizes her upbringing out on Hopi. She specializes in customized painting, painted earrings to her colorful, bright canvas paintings and much more. Danae can be found on Instagram at Arts, where you can find and support her one-of-a-kind art pieces. All right, and we're back. And uh, uh, So, Waylon, can you give us um, an idea of, of what it is that, uh, well, I guess you kind of mentioned a little bit with the water, but some projects maybe that you're working on or, you know, um, how, how is uh, the Healthy Active Natives going now and, you know, what other upcoming projects you might have for the future? Actually, can I share a really quick story with you guys? Yeah, of course. Kind of how I also, uh, so um, a couple years back, I was invited by Mary Kim Titla to, she, she selected a group of, of, of people she felt were, you know, had possessed leadership uh, down to their um, their office, their youth leadership office. Um, oh gosh, what is it called? Unity. 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 And at the time, there was, they were getting a new anchor, a news anchor called Vanessa Ruiz. Uh, she was She was fairly new to the Valley. I believe she was taking over when Mary Kim was um, no longer going to be an anchor. So I got asked to go and I was like, Oh dang, you know, so I show up, you know, I'm, I'm just in my cutoff shorts and t-shirt people there, you know, there's quite a few people there that are, you know, right. Like just like, okay, I'm, I gotta look good. I gotta, you know, present myself. And it was interesting because I mean, this isn't to take away from what they were doing, you know, but, but they were really pitching themselves like, yeah, doing this and doing that. And I kind of was just behind the scenes, just kind of like, hey, I got invited free food. You know, I'm thankful to be here. So I'm just kind of kicking it, eating all the hors d'oeuvres and, and shit like that. Caviar and, and cheese. Um, <laughs> um, um, the, the, the healthy fried bread, uh, squares. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But um, so Vanessa Ruiz walks up to me and she goes, you haven't said one thing to me. Like, like, and, uh, can you, um, who are you in? So I let her know. I was like, yeah, I'm Waylon Pahona. You know, I was asked to be here. And um, I'm very thankful to meet you. And that was it. And then this guy, I can't remember, but he walks up and he goes, man, this guy is not even telling you the half of what he's done. And so she's like, okay. Well, she kind of made a funny face. And she's, well, tell me. And I was like, well, I have this group. And, you know, we, we put events together. So everybody there was trying to, you know, impress. And me, I just kind of came and just, this was there. I ended up getting uh, a morning show with Vanessa Ruiz for two hours. And wow. so um, we ended up doing that morning show, getting water um, for Navajo nation. Uh, that was uh, several years back. So, you know, that just kind of, just kind of wanted to express to you, like how I, how I present myself too. It's not like I, I'm when I, when I do a presentation, if I, if I'm asked to look nice, I'll dress to impress, but I have to wear a pair of tennis shoes. I will not wear a pair of business shoes because for me, it's, it's, it's a part of me. That's a reflection of just me growing up on the red. You know, it, it, it kind of, it humbles me to, to show that, yeah, I can, I can still be business-like, but my feet, you know, I, I, I want to show that part where it doesn't look as business. So, um, um, you know, those, those types of things that I also try to incorporate with 
So, the, the red famous, you know. So, so those white tennis shoes, you, you're leaving some of the the brown stains in there, right? To just to represent <laughs> a, a true reflection of your reservation upbringing. Uh, that red tuba city dirt on my shoes. <laughs> uh, but if, uh, before we run out of time, Willen, could you uh, maybe just give us a quick update of of what uh, life is like uh, for you now? How the hands group is doing, and then anything for the future that might be coming up. Healthy, active is awesome. I am the, the biggest thing. So this is what I'm most proud about. This is my proud moment. And you guys are going to be like, what? My proud moment is it's sustainable. I don't need to post in there every day. I don't need to. I let it take its course. And that's what I'm most proud of. Awesome. I let people in, uh, energize and, and um, motivate themselves. And they're doing it. 76,000 people are doing it with amongst each other. Nice. They don't need me to. So I've done my job there. That's so great. That's every now really and then good. I make posts. That is um, great. Right now, uh, right now, I I I, I recently uh, quit my job at Fort Mojave and um, wanted to be closer to my family. Uh, I've done a lot for them in the past two and a half years, and now it's just a time to be with. You know, I'm I'm, I'm going to be turning 42 years old. I'm not that old, but you know, I've lost a lot of time doing all the social media stuff and being away from my family. So I'm now being more. So I moved back, and um um. Every year on my birthday, November 24th, I do something, some type of charity um, or, or a help. Last year, I raised money for a child, a six-year-old child who had leukemia. Um, this year, you know, I, I, I've seen so many videos and I watched one that happened three years ago about the water and the filtration systems in Hopi. And it's like, man, we get donations all the time. We need to go to the root source and that filtration systems or something. You know, and so it's like I want to. I want, that's that's my task this year, is is getting those filtration systems the money uh, to go towards it. And so I've been walking every day. Uh, November twenty fourth, I'll be walking two hundred and thirty miles. Phoenix oh wow! From, wow, uh, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. All right. Yeah, that's really awesome. And you know, we definitely thank you for your time yeah and, you know there's definitely you know in the future you know i'm pretty sure there's a lot more stories that uh you'd probably like to tell so we'd like to you know open Man, it up for you to come back my goal is when i become really res famous is to get bit by a woman in a face so that's my you know that's my goal you know i want to get bit in a face by a woman you're not res famous, I guess, unless you get bitten. <laughs> yeah, face. I guess so. Thank you so much for be- being our guest for today. And then, uh, Waylon, if there's anything, Definitely. if there's anything you'd like to plug, um, any uh, your your social accounts, I guess. By you know, I'm pretty sure people know where that's at, or anything else that you'd like to share. No, no. I mean, just all I gotta say is look up my name, Waylon Pahona. That's it. I'm not gonna plug any of my uh, my uh, links or anything. Just yeah, you you you. I'm easy to find. Perfect. And, and perfect. that's it. Nice. Awesome. Thank you. Well, you know, uh, before we close out, um, we just like to, again, thank all the listeners for all the tremendous support helping us to get Res famous, yeah. to get out of this sub-level of being village famous and, you know, taking us up all the way. Um, for us, you know, I definitely would like to give a sh- huge shout out to our sponsors that have helped us to uh, get to this plateau. Shout out to Terraform Development. Again, strong ones to uh, Justin Villarreal, to uh, the 
4X Studios and the Indigenous Collab Design, the uh, Dene Mahapi Arts, Nurturing Indigenous Intelligence, our boy Millard Owenyama, Last Minute Screen Printing, and Nakwetz Vinny Skateboard. Yeah, thank you. Thank you all for actually supporting us. And thank you for all the listeners out there who had been uh, with us uh, at the beginning and coming with us on this nice journey here. And then another huge shout out to KNEF and the Peace Academy yeah, Center. KNEF, K- thank you. Who has housed us here in uh, Peace Academy Studios. Yeah, thank you, KNEF, and thank you for letting us use uh, your your room here. So, and then you know another announcement is that you know we did start our uh, our second giveaway for season two, and so basically you're going to release several posts, and you know all you have to do to get entered into the contest is um, comment on our posts with the correct answers of some of the questions that we'll be asking. Those will be answered on, I mean, those will be posted on Facebook, Instagram, and then also for folks that don't have social media and you'd like to be entered into our contest give us an email at cjpodcast85 at gmail.com yeah and thank you thank you again for supporting us keep supporting us keep listening to us and keep laughing with us and then also too another way that you can support the cj podcast is that if you're listening to us on spotify apple podcasts or on youtube give us a five-star review and that'll help us to increase our presence on those uh, podcasts yeah so go over there and hit that five-star review thank you again thank you for listening my name is carl this is j man thank you so long. Quack, quack.